Hi, I'm Elle Crawford Marsden. This is Heart to Heart, a podcast about life, love, loss and everything in between. It's a mix of storytelling and conversations with some kick-ass human beings, all with the hope that you may pick up a life gem or two to help you navigate this earth life. So join me to be entertained, enlightened and authentically guided to a more resilient life. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Heart to Heart, the podcast. As promised last week, this episode is called Control is an Illusion. So I think there might be a few control freaks out there. I know that I am a reforming, and I'll emphasize reforming, control freak um, with all the development and personal development, spiritual development that I'm studying has allowed me to put that little tagline in that I'm reforming. But I think it's a bit of a problem that people or the bigger society or community feel like they need to be in control. And it really isn't an illusion because there is no way you can be in control. You can have some influence, but controlling what's happening external to you is impossible. And so I'm just going to talk a bit more about that today. So when I looked up the definition of control, it said to order, limit or rule something or someone's actions or behaviour. So that is a big definition because trying to order, limit, rule or control someone else's behaviour or actions is pretty much impossible. The only thing that we can do is try and control our, ourselves. So what we do, what we think, feel and act, our behaviour. And that's what I'm going to be talking about in this episode. So as I said, trying to control anything external to us is impossible, yet we can influence it. So let's just have a look at that. Let's unpack that a little bit. One of the biggest life lessons in my own life as a reforming control freak is that I can't control anything that's external to me. All I can do is monitor and manage my thoughts. And the reason I talk about that is because I know and understand that thoughts affect our feelings, which affect our actions and our behaviour and then our results. Like an assembly line, let's start with the thoughts. And did you know that we have around 60,000 thoughts a day on average? So trying to manage all those thoughts is near impossible. But not all the thoughts need managing because some of them are just automatic and they're factual, like I'm eating my lunch or um, I'm driving the car. And you know, as well as I do, that probably there have been times where you've driven somewhere and you've got to your destination and you've thought, how did I actually get here? It becomes such an automatic process. And that's what happens in your subconscious mind. So our thinking mind, our conscious mind, is the filter to our subconscious mind, which is our feeling mind. So if we allow any thought through, then the subconscious mind will hold on to them. And a thought, thought over and over and repeated becomes a belief. We have this function in our mind that we can filter the thoughts that we think so that when it then goes into the subconscious mind and becomes a feeling, that those feelings are the ones that we want. The feelings that we don't want are a product of the thoughts that we don't want or that we don't, that don't serve us. So it's really important that we do monitor <laughs> those 60,000 thoughts, which is fairly overwhelming. And so it takes practice. It's the long game, guys. It's not the short game. You need to monitor those thoughts. And often we have 
you know, the thoughts in our conscious mind, but we're not actually conscious of what we're thinking until we're halfway through the thought or we've, you know, we've had this train of thinking and then we go, oh my God, why was I thinking that way? It just sort of, we get caught out. So one of the things that you can do to help with that management of your thoughts is to try and categorise them. So I did talk about this in the last episode when I was talking to Amelia, that she categorise them in four different ways judgment thoughts future or worry thoughts factual thoughts and fantasy thoughts because the mind in itself just accepts anything that we put in it any thought that we put in the mind the mind accepts it has no function or no capacity to believe or not believe so it does not know if something is real or not real which to us is a benefit in one way but can be a disadvantage in others depending on what our thinking is so when you're talking about visualization and if you've got a big goal or you've got something that you really want and you visualize that the mind has no way of knowing if that is true or not so in that way what happens is the subconscious mind then travels in the direction of that thinking So that's a really good thing. But on the flip side, if our thoughts are negative and they are shaming or judgmental, like I look fat in that or um, someone doesn't like me or, you know, any of those judgment thoughts that we have, the mind also accepts those. So if you say those things over and over or think those things over and over, then the mind sets up a belief. So then, then those beliefs are much, much harder to break or to change than trying to catch them in the early stages by not repeating them over and over again. So it follows on from that, and it's my opinion and my picture around this, is that to manage your mind and manage your thoughts is the gateway to happiness. Because if you are like me and you're a human being on the planet, so you're a spiritual being having a human experience, the human experience that you have on this planet, what you would want, I hope, is to have a happy and joyful human experience because there are going to be challenges. I mean, that's what life is all about. You're going to be throwing curveballs and challenges and shitstorms. You're going to be throwing all that at you. But if you've found a way that you can manage your thinking around those things, then you can continue to live a mostly happy life. Now, let's face it, you're not going to be happy 100% of the time. But if your end goal is to live a happy life and your thinking is congruent with that, then you know, you've got a much better chance of living in happiness and joy than you do in sadness or misery. But it all starts with our thoughts. We really need to monitor them and catch them. Catch them when we start thinking things that don't serve us. Let's catch them and then substitute that for a healthier thought. Turn it around the other way. Because It's you. You are the boss of your thoughts. No one else can influence what you are thinking. This is you. You are the CEO, the president, the prime minister, you know, the boss woman. You are the boss of your thoughts. No one else can make you think anything. So it is really important that you take that mantle on and you go, okay, well, shit, what a huge responsibility. I am the boss of my thoughts. It can be changed. That means that all the thoughts that you have, you can influence and change. But the key is to be conscious of them. And we just go through our lives unconsciously thinking and then those unconscious thoughts go into our subconscious mind and build up these beliefs that could be complete bullshit. Because as I said, our mind just accepts whatever you put in there. 
So if you are a control freak, in inverted commas, or you think of yourself as a control freak or someone else calls you a control freak, then it's not true because the only thing that you can control and you probably can't control it 100% is your thinking. You can't control what other people do. You can't control what happens in your life, but you can think and respond in a way that serves you. And that's what is such a beauty about our mind is that we are in control of it. And when you think about it, it is the most majestic organism there is. I don't even know if organism's the right word, but our minds are so intriguing and so interesting because we can manipulate the subconscious beliefs in our mind by monitoring our thoughts. And that's what I really want to encourage you to do. Just take one thought at a time, sit and be conscious of our thinking and slow down and breathe and take one thought at a of a time, one thought at a time, sorry ladies, and just think, does this serve us? Does it serve us? Yes or no? Yes, okay, it can go into our subconscious mind and add on to our beliefs. No, what is a healthier thought that we can replace that with? Because we wanna damn well make sure that the beliefs that are in our subconscious mind, they are the ones that are going to be leading us to the life that we desire and the results and the behavior that we want to have. So. It's just about one thought at a time. And it doesn't matter how old you are. Like for me, I'm in my 50s. So I've had lots and lots of thoughts, lots of beliefs, lots of subconscious beliefs and paradigms that I have had to work on to shift. You might have been younger and not have had as many thoughts and that's great, you're at an advantage. But you've got to also have that awareness to know that it is the thoughts where it all starts. I've been doing lots of study recently and it was recommended by Erica, the Queen of Confidence, that I look and study Byron Katie's work. Now, this woman is incredible. She is untouched by the humanness almost. Like she has worked on her mind since 1986 so that the thoughts that she allows through are the ones that serve her. And she has this very, very simple framework of four questions and the first question is is it true and the second question is can you absolutely know that it's true now I've been using this technique when I have a thought about someone else or have a thought about myself and then I catch myself click catch myself is it true can I absolutely know that it's true and the answer is generally no because my thoughts are my business. What anyone else does is their business. And so my thoughts about them is just my perception or my belief. It's not really true. It's, it's all about me. It's not about them. It's about me. And then I'm getting myself in their business. So that has been really helpful for me. So I really encourage you, if you're interested in monitoring your thoughts and changing your behavior, then find Byron Katie's. The book that I'm using is Loving What Is, which is a fantastic. I've got it in print and on Audible, and it's great. The Audible one's great because she actually puts segments of her live seminars so that she's actually talking to people on stage and you hear all their amazing stories, some incredibly sad stories. And she is able to turn these thoughts around to serve these people and they let go. You can hear their voices 
And you can hear them just letting go of these thoughts, these negative, shameful, guilt-ridden thoughts and taking responsibility for their own thought in it and then just hearing the stress and the sadness and the heartbreak just leave them. It is an incredible framework that she has put together and it's been she's been teaching it since 1986, so it's a long time in the making. So I really encourage you to have a look at Byron Katie. And as you get better at it, you will be able to catch your thoughts and have a look at them. Are they a judgment thought? Are they a future worry thought? Are they just a factual thought or are they a fantasy thought? And when you get better and better and more practiced, it's the fantasy thoughts that are going to serve you the best because you'll be able to visualize how you want your life to be and visualize that and start to put those thoughts into your subconscious mind, which will make you feel so good. Because the thoughts, they are the ones that make you feel a certain way. So if you have negative thought patterns, then you're going to have negative feeling patterns, and then your behavior is therefore going to be negative. If you have positive thought patterns, positive feelings, positive behavior. Now, I know that it all sounds very simplistic, and it isn't easy, I understand. It's simple, but not easy. But it is something that you can do and you can learn how to manage them over time. But you have got to be gentle with yourself because you have got all these paradigms, all these beliefs, all these feelings and thoughts that you have lived with and conditioned by your entire life. So it's not going to be an overnight fix. I'm telling you that it is going to be a lifelong process. And maybe you might start doing this and in six months time, you might catch yourself in a negative thought pattern and then you might rectify that. It might happen again in five years, 10 years. It's just a constant commitment to managing those thoughts so that when the feelings come by, they are the ones that you really want to feel so that you're feeling an up vibration, a positive vibration, a positive feeling. And that then flows onto your behavior, your actions and your results. It is just a miracle, really. When you think about what you can do with your mind, it is an absolute miracle. It's such a fascinating subject. That's why I've been in love with it for so long. It's such a fascinating subject. And I just love learning about it, continuing to learn more and more and more and using more and more resources so that I can end up designing the life that I want. I don't know about you, but I think that is like Nirvana, designing the life that I want. And I have to do that by monitoring my thoughts. Simple, not easy, just simple. So that is my commitment to myself from now on. Well, I have been doing it for a while, but I'm making an extra, extra, extra commitment to myself that from now on, I'm going to monitor all the thoughts that I can, all the negative thoughts, all the judgment, worry thoughts, and I'm going to monitor them and replace them with a healthier thought so that when it goes into my subconscious mind, the feeling is healthier and it serves me better. And then my results and actions will come from there. I'm going to finish with a little analogy to try and help you with this concept. And I'm going to talk about a plane and having automatic pilot. So a plane takes off and it's going from Sydney to Perth and it takes off and the pilot sets the automatic pilot and the plane knows this route. It is set, it is going in one direction. But something happens, there's a little like glitch in the autopilot and it just moves one or two degrees and then it continues to go 
because it's such a long distance, it continues to go in that incorrect direction, one or two degrees. But you can imagine, because of the distance between Sydney and Perth, the end result is a long way from Perth. And that can happen with us. We can just go on autopilot and just let those th thoughts go through into our subconscious mind and we can feel things before we even notice. So it's about changing the autopilot so that we actually taking it off, like removing it altogether and taking control of our internal thinking. So by doing that, you're going to make sure that the destination that you want is going to be one that makes you happy and joyous and makes you feel fulfilled. And so that is just a little analogy to try and help you. Let's get rid of the autopilot. Let's take control. Let's take back control of the internal thinking. So as I said in the beginning, trying to control anything external from us is a complete illusion. Controlling our thinking, feeling, actions, results, from ourselves being the boss, being the boss babe of our own thoughts, that is completely doable. But as I said before, it takes time, it takes commitment and it takes determination. And you really have to have that awareness of what you're thinking so that you're not on autopilot, so that you listen and you listen for the thoughts that don't serve you. And you go, okay, that one's okay, off it goes. No, this one, don't like that one. What else? How else could I reframe that so it actually serves me? So that's just a little bit today about control and the thinking, feeling and acting of the human body. So the thinking and feeling mind and then getting the behavior and the results through the human body. And I've been studying this for a long, long time. And I had a bit of a breather, <laughs> a bit of a break from it. And I really did notice that my my results in my life just weren't in alignment, in congruency with what I really wanted. Now that I've taken back control, switched off the autopilot, taken back control of my thinking, I can feel myself moving towards the life that I have got designed for myself. And that feels so liberating and it feels so exciting and full of optimism and hope. And if it's working for you too, then I congratulate you. It's such a great way to take that responsibility for your own thoughts. If it's not working for you, please look at some resources, look at Katie Byron's work. There's lots of different work out there or reach out to me, whatever it is, I can direct you. But please, please just start today monitoring some of those 60,000-ish thoughts that we all have and see what is serving us and what is not. That way, the external control is an illusion, but the internal control, that is the one that you can work with. I hope you have an amazing week. I look forward to talking to you again next week, and I'm going to share some more stories. So have a great week, and from my big smushy heart to yours, lots of love. See ya.